Hi, I'm Carrie Ann. Today I'm talking with Jen Gaudreau, personal brand photographer. Jen's one of the first people I met when I started my small business last year, so naturally she's one of the first guests on my show. Today we're going to be talking about permission to not be perfect, mindfulness, and some processes to make your business run more smoothly. It's hey! Going. Hi! How's Thank it going? Thank you for doing this. Yeah, I of can't course. believe it's I'm the excited. first one. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous too. A little nervous, but yeah. it's okay. Here we Real are. Life. Yep, I know. <laughs> so, one of the reasons that I was really excited about starting this with you was because you were one of the first people that I met when I started my small yeah. business. I was thinking about that. Mm -hmm. And so, obviously, it's nice that we're here in your beautiful studio. Aww. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I wanted to do is just you know, I sent you some of those questions ahead yeah. of time, and I just want to talk a little bit more about the type of advice um, that you would have as you think about other women out there Absolutely. that are going to start their own business. Yeah. And um, I know one of the things that um, maybe we should just start with is that yeah. question, is as you think about, you know, a photographer specifically starting mm -hmm. their business out today, what kind of advice would you have for them? Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. Um, I would say, um, as someone who's been in business for nine years, starting out having done weddings, I've been shooting weddings for 12 years, and about five years ago, I really started to um, fall in love with, um, at the time, it was like lifestyle photography for publications, for women in business, and they were doing career profiles on women um, running their businesses or different creatives that were, um, you know, makers and artists, and um, I, I started to dabble in that a little bit, and um, over the past couple of years, I've made a very hard shift into doing 50% personal brand photography and 50% weddings. Um, and it's been kind of a roller coaster in a lot of ways. And a lot of people think that like when you're in business a certain number of years, you just kind of have it down after a while. And 100% um, like your systems get better and you learn how to run things more efficiently, but you're never done growing and changing. And so um, I would say the advice that I'd give to someone else that is also kind of advice that I have been trying to give to myself recently is just that perfection is just so overrated. And um, I'm actually going through yet another shift with my business. Um, we'll continue to do weddings, um, but really focusing and pivoting primarily to personal brand photography. Um, but even the way that I'm putting that out there in the world is shifting, which is really interesting as yeah. someone who um, is helping other people with their brands. I'm in the middle of making all of these changes and figuring out like, what is my new brand? What is my new presence? What is my new message? And really letting go of that perfection um, is, has been really important. And um, not getting so caught up in what I think my brand should be, or mm -hmm. even what I think my personal identity should be, mm -hmm. um, but just genuinely embracing who I am and and what that evolution looks like. That's awesome. So I'm, looks, yeah. when you say that, I really love the idea because you know I haven't had my business that long either, yeah. so I learned from most of my friends. <laughs> and, um, thinking about letting go of sort of that perfection yeah. actually gives me like this huge sigh of relief. Mm -hmm. Like it gives me this ability internally to sort of say, okay, it's okay. You know, like right. even though for me, I'm doing branding. So I sometimes feel like I have to be so buttoned up and yeah. I have to really present myself, you know, the best way possible. And I could see maybe in photography, it's the same mm -hmm. way because you're thinking it's so visual it's yes, an image. Right. Yeah. So, um, I'm curious, like, as you kind of got to that point, I mean, did you sort of find, like, 
authentically yourself, like you also sort of found other parts of, I don't know, sort of relaxing or yeah. energy, sort of being able to just sort of be more your authentic self every day. Kind of. I'm like very honestly like in the middle of that. Um, and so even figuring out how to talk about it differently and even becoming more comfortable in my own brand identity um, as I'm literally figuring out what that shift looks like has been, um, it feels a little bit vulnerable, especially yeah. to be doing that like publicly facing, but right. also knowing that like it's a process. And so um, I think that I think if I hone into the growth part about it or the growth aspect, like that gets me really excited. And then it's like, oh, this is so fun. I'm like learning these new things and I'm like shifting the style and shifting how I interact and approach my clients. And that part sort of keeps me focused on the joy of it versus yeah. the the fear of like, oh my God, I'm gonna look like I don't have everything together. So um, it's it's very much like a lot of like, self-talk like you know what you're doing <laughs> like, yeah and even if you don't know what it looks like yet you're in the process and you know how to get there even if you don't know what the next five steps are you know what at least what the next one to two steps are so, yeah i like that yeah. a lot and actually when you just said you're talking to yourself a lot i think that's the biggest thing i've learned i was so used to in the in the like corporate world having colleagues to bounce ideas off yeah. of and if there was something that I was a little unsure of in my own work product you know whether it was for a client or something I was doing for a team I could go down the hall and be like hey have you ever had this happen yeah. or what do you think and when all of a sudden it's just you yeah you literally are your own coach you're your own colleague right. and for me that was a huge change yeah um it's and a I'm, lot of responsibility and I think we all come at starting our own businesses at different times in life and different times in our mm. career and I think you know that's one thing I think is so cool about you is like you know it's been over nine years and so mm. you just you've been doing this yeah I mean you were Thinking back, you were just like out there doing it. I, know. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing then, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think that that's really true. That idea of, you know, being able to be comfortable with yourself mm -hmm. and being able to just be your own coach. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. At the same time, um, we need each other. Um, yeah. I was actually at this um, retreat last weekend. I'm a, a small business women's retreat, but it was in the middle of the woods, so we That's were right. like we were like camping or yeah. glamping, really. And um, this one night, um, we had to get up in front of everyone if we wanted to and say what I know to be true is. And and one of those things for me was what I know to be true is that it's critically important that I listen to my intuition, which has been so consistent in the evolution of my business and my brand but the second thing is we need each other like even though we don't have that coworker down the street like we have each other we have other right. colleagues we have other friends and I might not be on the line for the success of your business and vice versa but there is like that sense of personal investment that like we do want to see each other grow and change yes. and like we we can't do it alone and we are like the CEO of our business, but we also, I think we're just fortunate to be in this like new era of like having a lot of other female business owners that we can connect with and like go to advice for, go, yes. go to for advice and like just process some of these transitions with. Yeah. So um, I, I for sure like would have given up a million times over had it not been for like amazing like community people like running yeah. businesses so I agree with that I yeah. agree with the the total fact of that community aspect yeah. you know and um 
I know that's like that was actually one of the number one things that I realized in the first year of starting out last mm -hmm. year was this difference coming out of sort of the corporate world where there is just sort of by the very nature of the way it is mm. competitive. Yeah. Um, it's not in every company, but it yeah. is certainly in the industry I was in. And so to come, yes, yeah. and to come into a world where. Um, you know, if you're going to do this and you're going to make it and you're be successful with your business, you really have no time for any of that. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. there's just no room for bullshit. Yeah. And it, it's yeah. about community and right. you really want to work with other people and mm -hmm. um, learn from other people and discuss and get into the weeds on your business with people, you, you know, that you trust, yeah. but that you are building this community with. Totally. And that idea of, you know, I heard a lot, you know, community over competition, mm -hmm. but it's so true. Yeah. And yeah. that I think is pretty awesome. Totally. Yeah. There's different levels of it though, too. Like you yeah. have like your inner circle that you can be like a little bit more vulnerable with and yeah. then you have like the other people that you can still be real with and authentic yeah. with and still want the best for them um, but you know you're in the middle of building your own business where you want to have your differentiators and like stand out from the crowd while they are doing the same thing so it's a right. very interesting thing to navigate and to like navigate it wholeheartedly yeah. and to like be collaborative but also realize it's okay to want to build my own thing yeah, and want to stand out yeah, yeah yeah so it's 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 a fascinating thing to continue to um figure out what that looks like yes but kind of back to your word of advice there like oh, through yeah. all of that mm -hmm. i love the idea that you know with all these kind of just topics, subtopics that we're talking about. The yeah. idea of letting yourself have permission to not have it to be perfect. Totally. I think is huge. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, I'm looking at my notes, my other favorite <laughs> questions for you. So, I'm gonna sip some rose cider. Yeah, that's good, I know it's, <laughs> it's good. I wish that maybe someday it'll be advertised, will be advertised, and we're not, we just love, we just love virtue cider. Um, okay, so, yeah, one thing I was thinking about is, you know, when I help clients with branding, uh, a lot of times I'm helping them really think through who their audience is yeah. and think about not just the demographics of the audience, but who they are as people. Right. And um, obviously when you're just starting out, there's a lot of assumptions that you have to make about that mm -hmm. versus once you get going and you've had some clients that are sort of a dream client and you've had more mm -hmm. than one, then you have some that you sort of realize, okay, maybe for whatever reason that wasn't quite the right fit. Yeah. But one thing I'm just curious about is um, like when you've been working with clients over mm -hmm. the course of your business, and I know you've sort of ebbed and flowed a little, what's maybe been a surprise to you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so when I started out in the personal brand photography sphere, as I mentioned, I was doing a lot more like just lifestyle work, um, photographing bloggers, influencers, small business owners um, for a publication, for multiple publications. And so, um, I would um, connect a tiny bit with the person I was photographing, um, but I would just kind of go into the space blind and um, I would do some research on them, in co of course, but I didn't really have much interaction with them prior to that because the publications were doing all of the interview questions separately. And um, I found myself like really like the first 30 minutes of being there I'd be like tell me your story like how did you get yeah. started and like what lights you up about what you do and and that part of it ended up being like the thing that felt crucial for me to understand before I could even dive into photographing somebody in their professional environment and somebody um, that in a way that would communicate their approachability or, or realness um, and so um, I think I think that I 
just had a lot of freedom in that space to develop those relationships. And um, the cool thing is some of those um, women and companies that I worked with back then, I'm, I'm still working with, which is really cool. But it helped me realize that in my own process that like that, uh, that connection part piece of it and like honing in on somebody's story and their message is actually a really big part of why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. And so, um, as my business has grown and as I've gotten clearer on that very thing, um, if there's people that kind of just want me to like pop in and snap a couple photos and aren't willing to be intentional about the purpose behind them, mm -hmm. it's not really a good fit. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter like how exciting the opportunity is and how lucrative it might be. Right. Um, for me, I don't really feel like I can fully do my job and tap into what I'm good at unless I'm able to learn a little bit about like what makes that person tick and what makes that person stand out from the crowd and like tell me, you know, a little bit about like their background. And so I think that's a long version of saying, <laughs> no, I love it. I love I'm it. very long winded. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, um, I think my clientele has shifted a little bit to people who do care, not just about a pretty image and about like, uh, you know, just a photo for Instagram, but my clients now are people that care about actually putting out a powerful message and creating content that is focused around whatever their brand message is. Yeah, well, and I think, you know, I like to use the word superpower, sort of what's yeah. your superpower? When I think about having been able to be photographed by you many times, <laughs> I mean, one of the things that I love about you is that you ask such insightful questions. Oh, thank you. And I know there's been times that we've been together with other business owners and you'll be asking questions about something mm -hmm. and I'll just sort of sit like, oh, <laughs> yes, tell us more. Oh you my know? gosh, so, I love that because I feel like when I'm around someone who's a good question asker, I feel like, I'm that person like, oh, that was a good question. Let me log that one away. So <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's fun that you've had that experience. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think that goes into what you're saying that, you know, that for you getting to know the client and being mm -hmm. able in order to sort of deliver across the superpower, you know, the first part of it is getting to know them and to ask yeah. those right questions Absolutely. so that then you're able to visually translate that, yeah. which that, you know, that is the medium you're working in. Totally. Um, but that's interesting too to you know kind of understand that what you've learned from that if i kind of heard that right was that there are times where there might be sort of you know opportunities either with kind of the money that could be coming in mm -hmm. or the type of situation where you think oh my gosh that's the type of thing i always dreamed i would get to yeah. do and now here it is and wow i actually don't know if it's the right thing yeah. for me and yeah. what does that feel like when that happens oh man <laughs> It is, um, it's been a little bit jarring. Um, I've had a couple of opportunities where I very clearly had that feeling that, wait, this is not actually in alignment with like the soul of my brand, but I'm like, oh, it's good money and it's right. February and right. you know, historically cash flow for photographers a little slower in February. And of course, as my business model is changing, that's changing too, but um, I have, I've sometimes not listened to that, like whether you call it intuition or just like not being in alignment with like my values, my new values that I've established. Right. Um, I've I've not listened to it sometimes, and it's like totally bit me in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> but it the times that I have slowed down enough to say, oh wow, this isn't in alignment. Um, it feels risky to say no to it yeah but then also it's just trusting like no there's a better opportunity and like if I say yes to this 
I'm saying no to whatever this other more in tune opportunity could right. possibly be. Right. And um, just, I worked with a financial coach last year and we worked a lot about, um, a lot on mindsets and mm. um, about just getting out of a scarcity mentality. And that has been revolutionary for helping me realize like there are plenty of people who not only need great photos, but are also drawn to the more intentional aspect of telling their their story and getting across their message with those imagery images more intentionally and so just trusting trusting that um, yeah if this is in alignment with my values then um, I'm not losing anything and in fact I'm, I'm gaining you know either free time or space or opportunity right. for something different which I think is great and I know we've actually talked about that a little bit as I've been starting out mm -hmm. in the last year and a half because there's times where you know when you are just starting that can even to your point there, you, yeah. you sometimes feel like, well, I am going to have to take right. this, right? Yeah. And I, that little feeling or voice in my gut is saying, I'm not quite sure, but maybe I haven't even done that yet, so yeah. I don't know. Sure. You go through with that gig or that job and you get paid and maybe you realize, okay, that is confirmed now, it's not for me. And yeah. one of the things and you said- And sometimes you have to do that to learn, right. honestly. And to learn, and I know one of the things that you said to me that sticks with me a lot is that, you know, sometimes when you're starting out, it's okay. You have to give yourself totally. permission yeah. to take those types of jobs. Yeah. And you know that you're learning and that you're not always going to have those, but for now, if you need to keep the lights on, yeah. you know, you do it totally. and you just try to get yourself at least sort of what I took away from that was sort of get yourself in a place where you're still, you know, showing up as your whole self and mm -hmm. doing your best work, but maybe you know you're not going to put all of your heart and soul into it because yeah. that's sort of your magic and your superpower. Right. And you, you know, you yeah. don't, you want to be mindful about where you spend it. Yeah. And so that goes back to sort of a think what you're saying with your coach too, yeah, that, that absolutely. being mindful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So um, the other thing that we were talking about, um, before we sort of got on camera was um, as you think about your work or what you offer and mm -hmm. sort of that differentiator, that's another yeah. thing I like to think about. You know, <clears throat> you've mentioned a few of the ways sort of slightly, but not really in depth about right. what you, what's changed for you yeah. over the longevity of your your business, yeah. and especially in terms of like your offer or what you produce right. and, yeah, that's and how that's question. affected you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I do a lot of strategy work in the beginning now, um, whether um, I get to work with someone like you who's like kind of <laughs> taking the lead on the strategy um, yeah. or whether it's just me running with that. Um, it's really important to me to get a sense of like my client's vision and their audience or their, their kindred client as I like yeah. to call them and you know what their, what their differentiator is. And um, I love being able to um, you know, have someone like you that like walks into the situation and like has already been working on that with the client. Um, but if, if they haven't been working with you or somebody like you, um, that's one of my offerings that I weave into um, the whole process as they get to know me. And I have a few different questionnaires um, and then we kind of hone down into a shot list. And um, historically, um, and I think it's probably been more related to wedding photography, um, on a wedding day, things are moving so quickly and you're in the moment and you're um, really just needing to see moments unfold and be spontaneous. And in the back of your mind, you know, of course, like, yes, capture a photo of the first kiss. Yes, capture a photo of the toasts and, you know, those kinds of things. Um, but working off of a shot list and that sort of scenario is counterintuitive to like truly being able to capture the moment. Mm. But with personal brand photography, having that shot list is really important because everybody's brand is different and what they're trying to communicate is different. So um, while some person might really benefit from 
the hands on the keyboard photo, that might not really work for like a lot of other different types of businesses or right. um, some businesses might need, um, you know, their medium, like if they're just getting the, you know, having the photo shoot done for social media, but their website photos are fine, that'll affect the format that I shoot in um, or, you know, the size or the cropping of everything. And so knowing what their needs are, um, mm -hmm. both um, medium wise and then like what the actual concepts are or something that I work with my clients on now to pre-establish ahead of time mm -hmm. so we go in with a full game plan and then in the moment it actually does allow us to be more spontaneous um, so in terms of practical offerings the messaging um, and then like planning out a visual strategy ahead right. of time um, if they have a designer um, I kind of talk with them and figure out like where exactly are these photos going on the website what pages are on the site that you know, need imagery and that sort of thing. Um, and then after the fact, um, I'm working on a couple um, fun things. Um, I, right now, one of the resources I have is five essential images you need to, to communicate your brand story and images. Um, but after the fact, um, I send out a little um, just kind of content guide. Um, right now, there's something that I have that's sizing for social media, but I'm developing it into a more robust resource that really helps people figure out, um, great, I had this photo shoot. I have this library of images. What do I do you with know? them? Like you have like hundreds of images. I do. I do. <laughs> And there is a plan. Yeah, well, and honestly, <laughs> part of my job that I'm realizing is to help you with that plan. Right. Um, and so it's not just about a photo shoot. Hmm, here's your photos. Good luck with that. Right. Part of my job is helping you figure out how then do you use those photos. And so that's been a learning experience for me, realizing like, oh, I, not everybody thinks this way. And also, I'm almost like doing you a disservice by sending you away and being like, good luck with your journey and not, not giving you the tools to figure right. out what to, to do with those images. Well, I do think that that is a, um, it's a definite challenge now more than ever because you can almost have paralysis. You get all these, I know because I've worked with you, right? So I've mm -hmm. gotten all these beautiful images back and I have this huge gallery. And so it's great. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to send an email or I'm updating mm -hmm. my website or I, you know, social media. Okay. I'm set. I have what I need. But then the reality is, um, if you don't kind of back to what you were talking about, if you don't have a plan and you don't start to build a process for yourself, yeah. um, whether it's for your actual kind of day-to-day -day running your business with your clients, mm -hmm. to your point about sort of getting more buttoned up on that allows you to have more in the moment real right. uh, work experience. I think it also applies to the marketing side, mm -hmm. which is sort of for you, it's the output you're giving people. And it's easy, I think, to sort of, I'm a person who sometimes likes to just go with the flow some days. I think, oh, I just want to be creative and go with right. the flow. But I find that when I don't have a plan and I haven't sort of thought through all of that, yeah. um, you know, back to this example with the photos in this library, I'll sit and look at it and think, oh my gosh, how have I not you know, put this out. Mm -hmm. How have I not just been cranking out Instagram? Instagram should look amazing. Yeah. You know, and maybe by the time this is released in a couple weeks, uh, somebody will go to lofty Instagram and they'll right. see, wow, look at all those images. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I honestly struggle with the same thing. Um, and I, it's it's something that um, I'm, I'm working on um, implementing my own strategies for myself. It's almost easier as a bird's eye view, helping somebody else in their business yes. figure out how to use their images, I but agree. then doing it for yourself is, it's like Hard. being your own therapist kind of, but yeah. you're, you're being your own marketer, or your own brand strategist or your own right. photographer or whatever. And I, I have thousands upon thousands of images, hard drives full of images 
that I photograph for other people, but double as a tool to market my own brand. Right. And and as I'm like developing these strategies for other business owners, I'm like, okay, need to do that for myself. Yeah. You know? And it's um, so I think it's it is easy to get in that that paralysis when you have so many options. And so part of what I'm developing is like dividing things into categories and being very clear on like what are these like you know three four or five things that are crucial for you to communicate and they're usually you know it's tied to your mission or tied to your values in a way um, but like you know a, a cup of tea or a cup of coffee doesn't necessarily just need to be about like oh I'm tired and I'm having coffee right now but it can communicate um, the intentionality of your business and, and you can talk about your processes and just have that photo reflect that thing. It doesn't always have to be so literal. So I'm working on some ways to um, help other entrepreneurs figure out like the connection between what this image can do and what the words or the story that is that can go along with it to support it. Um, so ultimately it, it is more useful than yeah. just like, here's a pretty photo. <laughs> Which I think is huge. I think that's huge. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm excited to have more of that too myself. I know, totally. Um, <laughs> so, okay, um, one other thing I wanted to ask you uh, about that, when you were talking about creating your processes, yeah, um, and you were saying how, you know, getting to that point where you've got sort of the shot list when you're working with like a mm -hmm. small business owner helps you to be more in the moment. I was curious about if there was ever a time before that existed mm -hmm. where you went into a shoot and you were feeling prepared and you sort of had the aha, I need this and sort of what that was like and how you worked through that. Oh yeah, that's a really interesting question. Um, let me try to think of an example. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, actually, yeah, the, the shoot that we did for Ryan yes. is a really good example. Yeah. Um, we were um, in Iowa last year, right. almost like literally a year ago. Almost today, um, yeah. Yeah, and we, I, that's <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, and we, you know, we're kind of figuring out um, our own processes and then, you know, the best way that we could work together as a team and support one another to deliver something for the client. And um, you had done all the messaging strategy ahead of time. Um, I, we had talked about all the concepts and I talked with Ryan to help him come up with the actual concepts. Um, but in the middle of the shoot, we didn't really realize like, oh, we didn't understand his process enough that he has to be up at sunrise right. and like stay there throughout the whole day. And we're just like, we're just gonna show up and photograph everything and make sure that they, you know, accomplish these concepts and, you know, he's in these different outfits. But um, we didn't, we didn't really know everything that was really entailed and all right. that. And we didn't, we had, um, having a concept isn't enough that specific shot list it's is required. super important. Um, and even, you know, a couple days later, we did the food photo shoot. And um, I was really excited about the opportunity to see, like, what does this work like look like to, to work with someone who is, like, taking the lead on all of this. And so um, I think it was, it was just a learning experience of what can we improve, but also it, just take it as that. It's a learning experience. We don't have to, you know, right. beat ourselves up about it. Like, it was, it was part of just how it needed to happen yes. to unfold. I love this. So I'm thinking about the things we've talked about. So permission <laughs> to not be perfect, um, being comfortable with being, I guess, mindful was the word that came, to, you know, mm. comes to mind. Uh, we were talking about um, like when you're working with clients and what have you learned, you know, and just sort of giving yourself permission again to just be open to yeah. what you might learn and where that will take your business with the types of people you want to work with and, mm -hmm. and being open to maybe taking the jobs. Um, that feel right mm -hmm. even if you're not going to get paid maybe what you want to be paid at first because that might take you down a new path 
So yeah. that being mindful of that at the same time when you're starting out, being okay with taking some of the work that you need to take yes. to keep the lights on. And then just sort of this last piece of, you know, the more that you can work on iterating and building a strategy for yourself and a process that works for your business. Mm -hmm. um, and again, back to that permission of, you know, it's not gonna be perfect, but as you do that, you continue to grow and strengthen what you offer mm -hmm. and your work with clients because, because you're, you are building something that works for you, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and then I have, okay, one last sort of lightning round bonus question. Right. I, I wanna know what's maybe one thing you're listening to or reading right oh, now yeah. that you love and you wanna share with yeah. me and everyone else. Totally, okay, so um, it doesn't at first seem like it's related to, to branding, but it actually totally is, and it's something that I'm gonna be incorporating more in my own work, but um, there is this, I'm, I'm obsessed with personality tests, and um, yes. I, I love the Enneagram, I love Myers-Briggs, and um, I, uh, just growing up, I, I always took those tests. My childhood best friend and I would, you know, just be like, oh, what'd you get on that? And right. we'd compare it. I love and, those, in the magazines. Us, yes, yes, <laughs> and it, it just, it helped us become, I think, more aware of who we are in the world. Um, but I love it in a business setting because it helps you become more aware of who you are as a business owner mm -hmm. and what strengths you already have and you know what ways you can improve. And so there's this podcast called Personality Hacker um, and personalityhacker.com. Yes. <laughs> this is not a sponsored app. <laughs> they have no idea who I am. <laughs> but, um, but I've been finding a lot of resource in it and they, um, they talk a little bit about the Enneagram but they really dive into the Myers-Briggs type and they talk about um, they encapsulate it in a or illustrate it in a car model of your cognitive functions um, so without belaboring the point for example I'm an INFP and in the Myers-Briggs system what that would mean is my um, flow state the thing that comes most naturally to me is introverted feeling and that manifests as authenticity in is this an alignment with my values like like on a like literal like every decision level basis which is really awesome in some sense because I'm always making sure that there's integrity in what I'm doing right but sometimes I'm like should I be drinking this virtue cider is it an alignment with what I my my values of what I'm gonna eat and that's where it becomes yeah. it slows me down a little wow. bit um and so I don't they, I didn't know that I know it's such a <laughs> this is me like geeking out on personality like stuff um and then my my growth state is um what's called extroverted um feeling or wait introverted feeling extroverted intuition and okay. and that's me getting data from the world and that is is um, exploring going on trips trying new things um, and that for me is is what catapults me most most into growth and so in my business I have to learn um, how to take those risks and to do those things that are a little bit outside of the norm of what does come naturally to me um, and then there's there's two other cognitive functions in this stack or whatever that I, I won't go into. Um, but learning that about myself as a person, but as a business owner, has been really helpful. Yeah. But now I'm like I want to figure out a way to incorporate this into my work with my clients, yeah, cool. and maybe not going into that in depth of an analysis. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not you know even qualified at this point to do something like that um, but one of the things I most loved about working with my financial coach last year is she did do a couple quizzes to find out what my my money personality oh, was yeah. and she had that information about me just a little bit you know nobody can really fit into a box but right. just to give somebody a sense of just how your relationship with money or your relationship with food or your relationship with whatever um, gives them a sense of how they can most be a resource to you. And so I want to figure out a way to incorporate that, even if it's just getting like 
a little piece of the puzzle so I can figure out like how does Carrie Ann relate to this thing right. and how can I be more resource to you in the process of creating this holistic photo shoot and, and really this content creation that um, up levels your business versus just like okay let's come in and take some photos um, so it's yeah. that sort of stuff really excites me um, and it to me it's part of someone's whole message even if it's not outward their outward facing message it's part of their internal um, you know things that their tools that they're working with in order to be successful in the world I love it yeah that's great yeah. okay personalityhacker.com personalityhacker.com we're, yeah. we're just giving them a little plug I know yeah, I love it. okay <laughs> that's amazing okay well, this has been so much fun. I know. Thank you for yeah. being guest number one. Thank you. We've made it through. I know. Actually, I feel like I definitely was more nervous in the beginning, but it was a lot more more fun and chill than, than Good. I thought. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, we'll see how it all turns out. But totally. yeah. Okay, yeah. thanks. Aw, thank you. <laughs>